So welcome to another episode of Thrive Talks. Today we're talking about the process. As I was going through this last week, I was seeing uh, Jermaine work on his videography, work on his edits. I was seeing um, Andrew here, like losing, you know, in the gym, hitting the bag. And I'm thinking it wasn't always like that, you know, like it took time and process. And every day they put a little bit in and eventually it leads to a bigger skill, right? People fall in love with the destination. People think that's where you have to go, but the journey is where it's at. You know, in the words of great Kobe Bryant, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And in the journey, you get to love every day instead of, you know, you get to where you want to go and then you think, where's next? You know, every day you actually smell the roses, you actually appreciate things. So, for the first story, I actually wanted to get into Andrew and talk about his weight loss journey because he wasn't always in this shape and it took time and there was a process in it. Okay, so Andrew, could you bring us into your weight loss journey and talk about the process? You weren't always at this weight. It took a while to get here. People want it overnight. What would you say to that person? What would you say about the journey of weight loss? I would say the most important part is never forget how far you've come. Because if you're at the, 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 the place you are, and it's a great place, and you're not embracing it, by remembering the lowest point of your life, then it's not going to be as sweet. You know, it's kind of like you're missing. It's like you see the tree, but you're not eating the fruits. You're not getting none of it. So, um, you know, I have to go back to... Like I've done this journey so many times, but I was so immature that I didn't embrace it. I would lose the weight. I would look great. And then I would kind of, you know, get comfortable and then, you know, get injured. And that's all it takes. Or, or my son gets sick and I kind of fall off. And next thing you know, you're back to where you started. And one thing I know is my body will, it will go back in reverse pretty fast. So I started saying to myself, what am I not changing? Every time I lose the weight, it comes back. What am I not changing? What am I keeping the same? And at the time, it was, it was the party life. I had the discipline to be working and do what I have to do and take responsibility of being a, a dad and stuff Monday to Friday. But when Friday night came, it was, that was the game plan. And sometimes we would run it back on Saturday. And then I would recover Sunday, and then I would get back on the grind Monday. And I kept that routine going and over and over. And I, I, know, I noticed one thing. When you keep your foot one side of the door and the other foot on the inside, like one on the outside, one on the inside, you're trying to keep two worlds. You're trying to balance things that don't intertwine together very well. So that being said, I learned the hard way. You want to keep this? This is the price you're going to pay. You're always going to struggle. And so... I started, uh, you know, tweaking it up. Okay, well, now it's just going to be Friday and not Saturday, okay? So I cut it down and slowly, slowly kind of weaned it out. And then after the, you know, my, my brother and sister passing, I don't really want to get into it right now. Um, <clears throat> it was very impactful. I was already on the path to lose a weight, but I was also the highest weight I've ever been. And it was the first trip to Tobamori with my daughter in 2020. During the pandemic, during everything, that's when it all changed for me. I, 
I, we, we just had a, a wonderful time. It was like I was living in slow motion. And, uh, you know, I was watching my daughter just enjoy herself uh, in the water and stuff. And we're on a hike and we're seeing stuff and, and we, we were together, right? And it was the first time we were ever able to do that because Julius is always around and we usually don't have anyone else that can watch him. And it's just me and her. So we went into Georgian Bay for a swim and it was very cold, but you know the benefits of cold plunges. And I had those benefits when I came out and it was the first time I had them. It was like a rush, but it gave me the, this vision like, gosh, things need to change. And we took some pictures in front of certain monuments and I didn't like the way I looked at all. I couldn't stand the way I looked. And I said to myself in that moment, I'm coming right back here and I'm taking a pic in front of this spot and I'm gonna look a lot better. You, 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 people call me Fat Joe all the time and that was starting to piss me off because just because I got this little look and I got the skin tone and I'm like, you know what? Fuck off, man, you know? Well, I said, all right, Fat Joe, I'm gonna come back looking like The Rock, you know what I'm saying? And I really believed it and that's why I'm on my way. And now Jermaine said something not long ago about, um, you could have the same weight for like six months or, or six weeks. I don't remember what he said. It was months or weeks. But he said, you think that there's no changes because the weight didn't change, but there is. There is changes. First of all, I'm getting faster. My endurance is up. My muscles are starting to cut. My stomach, although I'm a little broken with my, the, you know, my hernias, I'm, it's starting to show. And I'm seeing it up here. I feel it, my attitude, which is great. I'm balancing so many things on my shoulder and I'm able to deal with them on the fly. Things pop up. Yeah, I get a little annoyed, but I'm mostly in tune. And so I would say all of that has changed for me, but I started at 334. I went to Tobemore in 2020 with my daughter. I was 334 pounds. I looked like the State Puff Marshmallow Man <laughs> off of uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, man. Did you, did you ever take that picture again at Tobin Moore? I did. I never posted it. I, I figured I'd just sit on it for a bit because I got more, more work to do. Like the, I'm trying to compile something beautiful. Um, I've come a long way, and having these hernias on the way was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to give you this, and you're going you're, you're gonna, to gonna be fat, and that's going to be it. And that's kind of how I took it. Like The universe it really messed me up with that. And most people that have the hernias I have – uh, they would they would still be on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Can I, I interrupt real quick? No. no uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I just remember, I remember you reaching out to me. Yes. Right? And I remember you telling me that you had a hernia and stuff like that. And I said, there's things that you can do. Right? And, and it's going to start with your nutrition. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Next month, I'm going to be back. I'm going to start. And usually when people say that, they don't come back. Yeah. So you're like, oh, whatever. You know, it's, like, it's like, yeah, whatever. It sounds good. But then you did come back. And then when you came back, I knew you were serious. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I seen, like even still, I'm, you know, as you're doing it, I'm seeing your process. I'm seeing it. You know, I'm enjoying it. I'm watching you continuously go to the gym, hit the bag, get your steps in, and make it a daily routine. So... I think with you, you know, you know, and I'm kind of interjected, but because I you know we we kind of work together, right? Yeah. So I'm seeing you progressing, you know, gaining the confidence, and then not even only seeing doing that, but 
having the willpower just to keep doing it, right? Not giving up. And that's, that's what it takes for the journey. And it's going to take you getting to a point in time where you feel disgusted by yourself. Yes. You know, and, and I had that one experience as well one time. I mean, one time I was, it wasn't bad, but I wasn't to where I normally am. And I remember one of my guys that I was training, he played basketball. And he was, you know, and I was training him. He's like, man, well, man, you're out of shape. And I said, oh, oh, really? You know, because I'm, I'm not used to hearing that. I'm like, oh, okay. I said, I'm going to see you in three months. You know, I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back. I'm, I'll see you in three months. He said, you going to train me still? I said, no. It's on now, right? So sometimes it does take that, that look, that picture, because you don't realize how far you, you've, you've, how much you gained and how yeah. much you lost, right? You don't, you don't see that either or, right? And it's, you know, it's a beautiful thing that I've seen you, you know, your progress through. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Jay, you have um, a lot of people that come to you for weight loss, how do you keep it interesting? Like, how do you have them fall in love with the journey? And, you know, cause you do see that the people that come in and lose weight really quick and then fall off the wagon, but the ones that actually keep on the wagon, how, how do you give them that love of the journey? Never, what, what it is, is it's never getting bored, never getting content, always being able to learn something new, always being able to progress past what you're, you're at. So if you're at a certain point right now and you're happy where you're at, Imagine if you continue, you know, and I, and I, I look at that even with myself. I said, yeah, I'm, you know, maybe six months ago, I thought I was, yeah, I'm pretty good, but I'm like, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing, you know? So it's like, it's falling in love with just improving daily. You know, you can't get bored of improving daily just because you reach something. It doesn't mean that was the destination. Right. That was a, you know, how they say it's like on, it was on route. It was one of the destinations. It wasn't the main destination. So I always tell them, I said, fall in love with it. When I started really getting serious about my stuff as well, because I could always get in shape, didn't really matter what I ate, to be honest, because I just worked so hard. But when I started really looking at it and saying, this is more health than anything, you know, how you feel, if you have anxiety, if you have stress, if you have all these things. So a lot of times when I go to the gym, I think about, working off the stress, working off the anxiety. Sometimes I go to the gym and I have anxiety. Now, I don't know to a certain extent as everybody else, but like I feel that uneasiness. But then I'm like, I'm going to work it away, right? I'm going to work it. I'm going to work so hard in here that my body and my mind can't even think about having the stress or anxiety of anything going on. So I always say it's like it has to be bigger than looking good. You know, one thing I noticed with you too, Jay, when uh, when we did go to the gym together is you appreciated the little things, you know, whether it was like, you know, take your shirt off, you know, and like I'm not ready. But then you seeing the progress. No, like the last 12 weeks really did make an imprint, mm -hmm. even though you don't see it sometimes. Yes. You know, whether you're flexing in, in, in the mirror and you're seeing that one extra bump and you're like, yes. you know, that's an improvement. Yes. So you make sure to celebrate the little wins. For sure. And that way it gives you, you know, longevity in the goal, in the pursuit of the goal, even though you haven't reached that for, goal for yet, sure. but you're falling in love with it. Yeah, because you, if you think about it, it's this, it's, if you got there, then what? That's just in life. You know, everybody's talking about improving, improving. No, I want to improve until the day I die. That's my mission. That's my motive, right? So it's like when you go to the gym, it's, it always starts with the first thing that's going to help you with is, is your mental.
that's the first thing. The mental will come before the physical because you, you will start getting locked in quicker. The physical will start coming later because it's like that muscle is being built underneath something, but no one sees it. It's like that plant or that seed that you put in the ground, right? It's growing underneath the dirt, but you don't see it. And that's the same thing with your muscles. So if you're an impatient person, it won't work for you. Because you're like, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. No, just enjoy it, man. Like, what else are you going to do? You know, you come to the gym. Say if you put in an hour in or hour walking or whatever else, and you're going to see how your life changes. Because every time that I got into superb shape, I always felt the best mentally. Always. So it's, it's almost like it's a mental thing. You know, a lot of people are working out now. They're realizing instead of taking anxiety pills, and all these other things, the gym is your pharmacist, right? With, with the grocery store. So if right. you're eating properly, combining it with your, your physical activity, bro, you're, you're, you're gonna, getting better. You're going to feel amazing. Right. Like you're going to feel amazing. And then your thinking will go to the highest of the highest levels because you have nothing blocking it or distracting you with the garbage food that you're putting in your system. You know, one thing uh, you always said and we said in this podcast multiple times is comparison is the thief of joy i notice and we notice a lot of people actually quitting en route to their goal because they're looking around too much you know they're looking at everyone else's progress i put in the same time as he did but i got more shredded you know or he got more shredded so how's that work you know yeah. maybe it's my genetics so yeah. now they're looking for a way out you know, could you speak on being a coach and then teaching or even getting to get into those kids or get into, you know, your, your colleagues and telling them, no, don't compare yourself, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Yeah, because the only person that you can compare yourself is you. You have the same attributes of yourself going into it. Somebody else may have different genetics. Some people have bigger calves. Some people have bigger quads. Some people have. Right. It's everybody's body is made differently. So to compare yourself to somebody else is a waste of time. Compare yourself to who you used to be, right? That's why you take your own pictures, right? I don't take another person's pictures and then compare them to mine because mm -hmm. that's not Sometimes be... you do, Jay. No, no. And, <laughs> some... and sometimes I it's do. It's fuel. It's yeah, fuel. Yeah, it's fuel because... <laughs> but it, with me, it's this difference because... Yeah. I can operate like that. And yeah. some people cannot. Right. Some people, when they put those pictures up, it discourages them and not encourages them. Yes. Me, when I see somebody else, I said, I'm going to get them. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm coming. I'm going to chase them down. So it never is like, oh, man, I feel bad about myself now because mm -hmm. I don't, he's better than me at this point in time. I don't think like that. I think about if he got there, I'm going to get there too. Could you speak on that? When we think about the process, you can also do healthy competition between your brothers, between your colleagues even, you know, and it can be used to push you, whether it's in a basketball practice, it's more common. Yeah. But then we can also uh, look at, you know, real world activities like, you know, I could look at something you're doing and be inspired by it for sure. and also use that as fuel to create something you can do vice versa. For sure. Could you speak on having that mentality? Because, you know, end of the day, we're going to see other people in life. We're going to, you know, come across other images. You know, you can either use it as fuel or it can get the best of you. Yeah, because the thing is, too, it's like when, when you're thinking about 
competing, you got to just know who you who you who you are first of all, right? Some people don't like to compete. Yeah. So for them to compete, and if I put them in an atmosphere was of competition, it's not going to be good for them. Right. Because they're gonna now they're gonna get discouraged. Some people feed off of competition. Right. So you're like, oh, yeah, man, go go get them, go chase them down, right? Go prove yourself. But it's never. Fitness is not supposed to be discouraging for nobody. <laughs> like even if you're chasing somebody, it's, you're chasing them in fun. Right. Even if you're not getting where you're not getting to yet, but you have a chance to get there. Right. So you always got to make it and say, man, if I didn't do anything, what would I be doing? And then what I like about fitness a lot and what I've seen with Drew and what I've seen with anybody else that I kind of work with, I see them getting disciplined. And once they become disciplined, they start loving themselves even more. They won't put that garbage in them. It's like, you know what? Why am I going to work that hard and put garbage in me? Why am I going to work that hard and then go drink on the weekend? So I never understood why would people would do that. It's like, man, you did so well during the week. Why sabotage yourself and then come back and do it again? And then repeat again and repeat again. It's like, if you just limit yourself on the weekend, yeah, you know, whatever. If you want to enjoy something here and there, that's fine. But sometimes people just, they go overboard, right? It's like they take away everything. And then when they get it, they just, they just go too much into it. And then it's like, man, now you're back at ground zero again, man. Never have one chip, right? Never. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> uh, one thing, when I was messaging you the other day, I, I, I told you, I was like, the next episode is going to be called The Process. And it's because, you know, I was really happy even seeing you, you know, just break out of your shell in a way, and then try something completely new. Mm -hmm. And whether that be getting clips, putting them together, putting a motivational message behind it, um, looking at marketing, looking at how to uh, be appealing to the eye, it's all a process. Yep. You know, like, could you share a little part of that process of just getting a little bit better every day in that field? See, the thing with me is, the one thing about me, I'm obsessive. And I just embrace that now. Right? I just embrace what I am. You know, so I'm like, you're obsessive. I'm like, yeah, I am, for mm -hmm. sure. Because mm -hmm. when I go into something and I find a passion for it, I won't stop. I will master it 100%. I don't care what it was. It was it's the same thing. It's like the process of me learning how to deal with the cancer. Like I was, I was by myself eight, 10 hours a day, study, 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 right? Because I'm like, this is something I need to do. Same thing with basketball. You know, when I first started playing basketball, I practiced, I practiced. I was obsessive. When I, practiced, when I played baseball, I was obsess obsessive. So anything that I kind of go into, if I enjoy it, I could work from the morning to the night. How important is it to enjoy it, you would say? If I didn't enjoy it, I couldn't keep going at it. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the whole key of longevity. Yeah. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, you'll, you'll eventually quit. So when you enjoy it, it doesn't, like time will go by so much, you're like, wow, like, damn, 12 hours went by. It's like, I don't even realize it. So then the people that are doing things that they don't enjoy, they still have experimenting to do. For sure. You, you got to, what I learned, man, going through the cancer thing, you got one life. You got you to go for what you love. I don't care if it's cooking. I don't care if it's singing. I don't care if it's cutting hair. You know what your passion is. You really do know. And you, you can't, don't suppress it. Don't suppress it. Go for it. Because at the end of the day, when you look back, you're going to say, man, I wish I would have. I wish I could have. 
And you could have done it. And that's the worst feeling. And that's going to be the worst feeling. So I was listening to Nipsey Hustle the other day, and he was talking about, he's like, at the end of the day, when you, when you do whatever, you're, you're in your last days, you're going to know if you gave your best effort or not. And if you gave your best effort, you'll be satisfied. You know, so every day I try to live and I'm like, man, I'm going hard. I don't know, know any, I, don't, I don't know anything different. I'm just going, I'm going hard. Right, because I want to be proud of myself, not someone else patting me on my back. Right, and someone else saying something at my funeral. Someone else saying, "Yeah, he was a good man." I want to know that I was. I want to know that I drained everything from that lemon. You know, that's what I. That's what my goal is. To anything that I need to learn, I'm gonna learn it. But it's usually something I want to learn. So it's not. It's not a bad life. It's fun. When I'm hearing you say that. I, I'm picturing the audience, right? I'm picturing maybe what are they going through? You know, what, what do they need to hear? But what I'm taking from what you're saying is the process is enjoying what you're doing, you know? So if you are enjoying what you're doing, if you're not, you know what it is. You know, you have clues. What subjects did you enjoy? You know, experiment a little bit. Don't be afraid to try a video. Don't be afraid to do a poem. Don't be afraid to, you know, make some wings, you know? And as you get through that process and you get to, you know, sort out the puzzle pieces, you find yourself. Oh, for sure. And, it, and the thing is, it's like, see, if I, I've done this process time so many times, time and again, right? Yeah. Like now, if it wasn't, if it was weights, whether it was coaching, whether it was basketball, basketball whether it's playing cancer, baseball, cancer. Like, so it's like, I enjoy this. You know, people don't understand. If they see me three years ago, I couldn't do one pushup right. from the cancer. I had to think in my head, this is a process. Now, before I could get in shape, maybe in three months, like seriously, three months, solid, I'm back to like the best in the gym. I knew this was going to take long. I knew, I'm like, man, this might take me like some years. But I'm like, well, what else I got to do? You know, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. And then I started from so far behind that it actually gave me motivation to get ahead of them. Right, so if I was ahead of him, I would be like, "Well, it's it's boring." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Man, I'm so far behind. I'm like the turtle, right? You know, they say the tortoise, the tortoise in the hair. That's who I was." But I said, "Guess what? I know you sleep, so you enjoy the process all the way through because you're like, man, I could just get a little bit better today. Yeah, just a little, just a little <clears throat> bit better." And and I'm gonna talk about Drew a little bit when I see his videos. I see his speed. I mean. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Wait till today. <laughs> I, I went supersonic. <laughs> I so, broke sound barrier. Some, some, something's happening. I don't know, but it's nice. Right? It feels really good. Yeah, so it's Beautiful. like, okay, Drew, how does it feel that now that you're in the gym, now you got a regimen, you got a routine going on, how does it make you feel like mentally before you're working out and now after you've been working out for a number of months? Well... <laughs> Before I was rudely interrupted earlier. No, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a little tough to answer that without saying, like, how does it feel? Bro, it feels sweet as hell because I always remember where I was, mm-hmm. right? And when you remember where you, where you start, man, it makes it so sweet when you get to a point where you're like, man, I, I've never been here. It's been a while. Uh, the last time I was in the 250s, I was still playing hockey. Mm-hmm. And this is going back, you know. And that, I was out of shape at 250. So I had high standards. So when you start thinking about 
how much you let yourself go. That also provides more fuel because you're really frustrated with yourself. How could you do this to yourself? Right? You go through that. So it's like, yeah, I have this uh, ready to go. It's a prop. I brought a prop. So I want it. I want it. Oh, yeah, I got to grab. I had to run back in the house and grab the bag because I had a problem. I had in the kitchen drawer. Because how can I not talk about what I'm dealing with for real? So give people an understanding of how this works for my hernias. This is my stomach, right? Right. Or sorry, this is the contents of my stomach. So whatever I eat, is it, this is it. This is my stomach lining. There's a hole in it. So whatever I eat is coming through with my stomach. So every day, I have to push this back into the hole. And where I have, um, like, um, it, it, it tightens your stomach. I, wear, I don't even know what they like call it. Like a belt? It. But if I don't wear that, I don't, I don't hit the bag like I do. Mm -hmm. I don't do shit like I do. But now I'm able to lift up to about 85 to 100 pounds, which mm. is huge. Because mm -hmm. when I started, I was only at 10, 15, maybe 20 on a good day. But now I don't feel that burn no more. I don't, I don't feel certain things. Like it's almost like my body's going in reverse a little bit. But my strength is up, which means the strength of my stomach wall is up. Mm. So if I can get the nutrition down pat, which is, you know, that, and then enter phase two and possibly even work with Jermaine over here, yeah, he'll get me there. He'll get me there. For sure. But, you know, I, I, and no, no offense to you, Jay, but I got another guy I got to give a shout out to, Theo. He really believed in me the first time, first two times, and he did a lot for me. I can't, I can't not mention my man Theo. That's dope. Um, he he opened up like he he never charged me a dime. He just trained me all the time. He would train seven different people around me, and he would never charge me. And you know we never talked about it, but I'm very thankful for the opportunities I was given. Because if it wasn't for little acts of kindness like that, I wouldn't have had a, 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 the ability to get to the point I'm at now. But you asked me, how does it feel? Well, when I, when I take my, my stomach and, and adjust and wear things and you know, change the way my, my, my diet is and start looking at my habits and dissecting them, and I've said this in the past on uh, our Facebook Lives, but like, it's really easy to make a bad habit, but it's really hard to live with them. And it's really hard to make a good habit, but it's really easy to live with them. So I started looking at my habits. I started looking inward. What am I doing the same that I was, what am I doing that I was still doing back then when it didn't work? Those are the things I need to focus on. So I focused on those and started getting rid of them one at a time. And like you guys said in the past, when you have a void, you got to fill it in with something else. So I did. I filled everything thing that I took out with something new. So I got more passionate with my music. I got more passionate with certain, certain things involving my studio. I'm trying to learn certain equipment. Um, I'm, learn, I'm, re I'm starting to read, which is something I wasn't doing before. Again, you, you discuss the mind, how the mind changes. And that's the first thing that changed for me. I went from feeling okay, laying around and choosing to do nothing to feeling terrible if I do nothing. Mm -hmm. I changed everything, inward, outward, all of it, just gutted it. Basically, what I did, everyone, is I killed myself. I killed the old me. And um, I said, I don't, I don't ever want to see you again. 
And that's that. And so I took charge of my life and it shows with the way I walk, the way I talk, you know, just the confidence I'm jumping into public speaking situations. Uh, these are things I would never have done before. And I really credit going to that, that facility every single day, forcing myself to open my car door, get out, go into the, the door, open it and walk inside and start. Because once I start, I know I should be there. I feel great about it. And I know damn well, I've reestablished respect for myself, especially when I complete the workouts. Especially, it's just beautiful when you see even people that I don't work with. Like, even if you don't, if I don't work with you, I'm still happy for you. Yeah. Right. It's it doesn't have to be me doing it for you. It's you're doing it for yourself. So even when you're doing it yourself, I'm I'm excited for you because I'm like I know what that's going to do. That's going to open up the doors. Right, even on confidence, like how many times that people are not speaking or not going somewhere because they feel self-conscious? Oh man, I don't want to wear that, so I can't go. I don't want to, you know, like I don't feel comfortable in my skin, or this dress or this suit doesn't fit properly. And once you start being able to fit in certain things and you're feeling good about yourself, the world just changes, man. Like you start seeing every opportunity, and you're not hiding in the back. Like, that's what I love to see. It's like when they're not hiding no more. Right. You know, before they were like in the back, they're taking pictures and it's just like their head is out there, and, yeah. but everybody's in front of them, right? And it's like, you don't have to hide no more. So how does that feel now where you can actually stand in the front and not have to worry about, oh, it's my, is, is this right. bad? Or, you know what I mean? Like, no, you're, full, you're fully present. You're fully present because you're not thinking about that situation. And one thing I have to touch on is what you said last week or the week before is don't feel pressure, apply pressure. So all the pressure that's actually you, you're feeling because of uh, the hernias or because of the awkward walk or because of the hairline or whatever it is, you know, you're going inwards and you're applying that same pressure to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Whether that be the gym, whether that be a video, whether that be your passion and you're not you know, succumbing to the pain of, of the pressure. Sure. You know, I, I love that quote because uh, honestly, like there's been days where I just think of that. It's like you have so many, so many things going on and you feel all this pressure. It's, it's like stopping you, you know, like exactly. it can, it can, exactly. it, it, it can like immobilize you. Exactly. Right. But you have to get past that. Exactly. You have fuel. You just got injected with fuel. And what are you going to do with that fuel? Exactly. You know, and the thing is with me is, you know, you know, when people talk about fitness or athletics or stuff like that, you know, I'm passionate with that because it's like, I see the benefit of it. I see how it helps others. So <clears throat> when you're feeling that way, even the listeners, you're feeling that way, go outside, get a walk. I'm telling you right now, it will do wonders for you. You know, when I was going through the treatment and I couldn't go to the gym at that time, like I, like I had to stop and start many of times throughout the journey. Like I get in a good groove and then now I got to go back to treatment again. Mm. I can't do nothing again. Mm -hmm. And then I got to go this and then I got to go back again. And that can be really disheartening. And that, and that could really like certain times where it's like, man, I'm, I'm there. Now I got now I'm going back again. And it's not because of my own doing. It's just that I can't. But mm. then I just started realizing it's like, you know what, what can you do? You know, if you need to take a walk, there's plenty of times, man, where I was so stressed thinking about my sickness, thinking about all these things that I just took a walk. And I was walking, you know, when I go back and I look at some of my memories from two years ago, I was a walking fool. I was walking, I, knew, I was walking a lot 
Giving Terry Fox a run for yeah, his money. Like, like I, was, <laughs> I was just walking because every time I felt this something, I was like, man, I, I got to move, man. I got to move. The worst thing for anybody that's listening to this, yes. if you are feeling anxiety, if you're feeling stress, is to sit there. Because it's built, all stress and anxiety, all that is, is built up energy within the body. So you got to go out there and release it. And after you release it, you start to see and think about things clearly. Because it's like, you know what? You know what? Things are not that bad. Right? Because you got rid of it. So every time I go to the gym, a lot of times now, why I say I won't, you know, there's been times where I went to the gym a lot, then I stopped and went and went and then I stopped. But the reason why I say I won't stop now is because it's a different reason for health and it's for my mental health. Facts. You know, when I'm going there, when I leave, I might've had a bad day leading up to that, but I never have a bad day coming back from the gym. Hell no. Hell no. No, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I, I will say that too. This year, even after meeting Jay, the gym has been a safe haven. You know, I'll wake up with a negative vibe and I know I got to hit the gym. I know I got to lift some weights. I know I got to hit the sauna. You, you come out the sauna 30 minutes, 25 minutes, you're going to feel different. You know, you're going to feel very, very different. So uh, I definitely want to mention that as well. I look at it like this, man. When you're so tired from the gym, <laughs> are you thinking about problems? No, you're not. You're not thinking about no issues. You're not thinking about problems. You're thinking about the next thing, right? So it's like how you attack the gym is how you got to attack your life. You know, when I see Drew attacking that bag, I, I, I feel sorry for the bag, to be honest, <laughs> right? Because you beat you beating the hell out that bag, right? Right. Bag like, because if the bag could speak, it would say, man, why you keep hitting me? Right. right? So that's what you got to think about. Every time I hit the weights, I'm saying to the weights saying, you know I'm back, right? You can't break me. You know I'm back, right? Because right? they're probably like, you know, no, I'm, I'm back again. So it's like my aim is when I go to a gym and I'm competitive, so I use the competitiveness for my, my favor, not against me. Right. But when I'm looking at the gym, I'm saying, man, I'm the baddest dude in here. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show you because I'm going to be the most consistent. I'm going to be the most hardest worker. But I'm not going to do it one day. I'm going to do it all the days. So even now that it's like, so you start to take pleasure in, you see other people and you're like, yeah, I'm past you up. And it's not to make you put them down. It's to say, yeah, man, like I'll I, I put some work in, man. <laughs> so it's love. It makes, I'm, I'm telling you one thing, what competition is, people either shrink to it. Or, or gain. Or they gain. Because right. that can make you grow. Yes. That's going to make you grow because now you got somebody else, say you're running a hundred meter race. And that person next to you is equal speed. It's going to make you run faster because you have no choice. You got to be careful too. I had my friend who's, um, he did the Ironman in Montreal, uh, Mount Tremblant. And um, he gassed himself a little too early, you know, because he's like, you know, I'm bigger and better than everybody, right? So he's zipping through the swimming part. He gets on the bike, zipping through it. He's like, headshot, headshot. Is he passing everybody. <laughs> but then his legs start cramping up, right? And now these people are passing him by. So it gave him, like he finished, uh, shout out who's, you know, he finished the half, um, the half Ironman. But he, he thought to himself the importance of pacing yourself because, you know, everyone else, these experienced bikers, they're, they're looking at him like you're a kid. Like watch what happens when you pass that hill. For sure. You know? And so the importance of, of, could you speak on that a little bit? Like the importance of pacing yourself, like got, it's not going to happen. I got something to say about that too. Go okay. ahead. No, go, go ahead. No, no, go first. Go first. Okay. Um, so for me, I have to make adjustments. I can't move the same as everybody else. So th that means I have to be smart. 
So for a while, uh, you know, my ego was helping me because it didn't want to allow me to take a break. And now I'm starting to implement breaks, but I'm strategically fitting them in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it on my calendar that every Wednesday, because this podcast day is a break, but that, that is only if I don't have it, like if I, if I need it. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. I, I just wanted to ask you about the yeah. hernias, right? Mm-hmm. The belt keeps it all in? Yeah. And is there a possibility for it to heal? With- only one is severe. The okay. other two are, you know, as long as I don't do something stupid, I, yeah. I, I, can, I can manage. Is there a possibility it heals on its own? Um, no. No? I'll tell you why. Because uh, originally, the, um, the mesh they put in, it, it's not... Oh, uh, you had body, the surgery. Your body won't accept it. Okay. So eventually, it, it starts to give you problems, and usually it rips back open. So I'm hoping to go to Toronto and get this done, hopefully before anything gets stupid around here. And uh, I can finally, you know, be me again and tap into a new level. But uh, you, you were talking about, uh, what was it again? But the thing is, is this. thing is this. When you said about being me again, right? Yeah. What you got to realize and what I realize is this is the new you, right? I am, I can't sit there and say before cancer, I got to get back to that. No, because that, that's not, that's not going to happen no more. Mm. That's, that's just what it is and you're the better you yes i can confidently say even going through the photos that you sent in the group your skin's better you yeah. know you're like you're looking healthier and this is 10 years ago yeah. like this is like yeah. this is a long time ago so you actually got better with age right and i'm only seeing you're gonna get better with age because now you're actually appreciating yourself yeah more mature now yeah right because sometimes we, we 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 try to think about get back to the old you like same with me it's like before i i used to bench press crazy weight like so it's like from if i went to do the bench press now i'd be like eh, this this not me like i was doing that when i was like 16 right but it's like no this is the new adjusted me right right i have to adjust to what it, whatever it is right now mm-hmm. and i don't think it's a as a limitation that's just gotta be smarter actually you're you're benefiting because now instead of trying to be the strongest guy in the gym you're able to use your mental capacity somewhere else Mm -hmm. you know you're able to pace yourself there you're like you know sometimes you can get stuck in an environment you're just trying to outdo their environment but meanwhile their environment's not where you really want to be so who are you really trying to outdo for sure you know so it's good to sometimes circle back And, and the thing is what i learned from it is you know me i was used to i mean i i I tell people, I said, man, you know when they say you can't work a diet? I said, I, I don't know. I probably did, right? Because <laughs> like, I would literally work from the morning, work out from the morning to nighttime. So, but now it's like I'm more smart. Yeah. I, I try to do more intelligent. I, I'm not even at the gym more than an hour now. Like seriously, like once I hit 60 minutes, I'm done. Yeah. Even if I feel like I have something more in the tank, but I'm like, you know what? This is a long haul, man. I said, and then now what it has allowed me to do instead of lifting all that heavy weight, is to concentrate on every angle, every squeeze, everything, proper form to the fullest. Because maybe before I was throwing the weight, I was throwing it around. Mm-hmm. I had no fear, right? Now I have more of a fear because I'm like, man, if I do that, I'm gonna, I might get hurt. So it's actually making me more be intelligent because I'm like, let's go slow and control. You're gonna, that's what you're supposed to do is get the benefits anyway by going slow and control. Yeah. So go that method and then now, before, like, I would have, like, my wrist would be hurting, my elbows would hurt because lifting all the weight. Now, nothing hurts at all. 
because I'm just doing it slow and controlled. Yep. Like I'm I'm being smarter. So now when I watch even some of the younger younger guys, you know, guys maybe low twenties, I'm like, bro, slow down, man. Because you, you're 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 slinging those weights around, but you're just you're just basically dropping. Going through the motions. Right. So it's like what it what it made me do is is lock in mentally. So when they talk about the muscle mind connection, every day I could feel my muscles working. Like I feel it working. It's not just pushing and hoping. It's like I want to get that little detail right there. Right. So I'm thinking in my head, I just want to get that little thing in my back right there. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like it's almost like now I feel like I am sculpting. Before I was just going in there just lifting. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, all right, I'm gonna sculpt the hell of a step. Right. Of a, uh, statue for me uh i've implemented stretching that's huge Beautiful. because when you skip that part that's how you get injured so yes. like i said i gotta be smart uh, yeah. otherwise i'm gonna set myself back years yeah um but to the people out there that are listening we're talking a lot about fitness and some of you um you know probably don't like fitness don't like the suffering and all that but listen there is no progress in this world without pain we need to go through that process and on the other side, you get a reward. And it's a very rewarding process, but the biggest thing is don't do too much. If you haven't done one push-up, don't say, say I'm going to the gym today and I'm gonna do 100. You're not gonna do 100, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you set the bar at one. Whatever you didn't sure. do, set it at one. And then go to two. Compete with yourself, don't compete with anybody else because I've said this before and I'll say it again. You, you feel envious of someone in that gym or anywhere in your life, whatever is going on, Someone out there is envious of you. Mm. So don't worry about what other people are doing. Just look, focus on you and how far you've come. And, and what I think about is this, right? When you're talking about fitness and you have to go through something, and you got to feel some pain to get somewhere. And that's where we're talking about the pain through power, pain to power, right? As you go through pain in the gym, you know you're getting stronger. Yeah. Yes, you are. You know that because the weights don't change, but you do. So the yeah. weights become lighter. Mm-hmm. Right, so the same weights that you were doing maybe three months ago, you're doing more than now. Because you were dreading them, now you're not. Yeah, because your body adapted to it. So it's like my quickest method to get better is the things I don't like to do, I do them. I keep doing them until I like them. So, for example, I remember with the one time I went on the Stairmaster, never been on a Stairmaster before in my life, didn't do those machines. It's like, man, it was a waste of time. That's Did it. It's dope. They tore me up, tore me up the first time. And for the next 60 days, it was on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm coming back. Right? It's almost like you got to talk to machines and say, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back again, man. <laughs> right? So it's like, right? Because it's- I'm going to make you malfunction next yeah, time. I'm right? Up. Because it's a, it's a mental thing. Right? Not, you know, the physical thing of it, you get by looking better. But it's more mental. Yeah. You start to say, man, I can overcome anything. And it just takes some time. And it takes persistence. And it just has to, you have to buy into the process of it. So everything, when you first start, you're horrible, mm-hmm. right? So you always, in, I, now I don't care if I'm horrible at the beginning. I like it. I'm like, yeah, I'm bad, but watch the next month. Watching two months, watching six months. So it's like, you got to get through the initial stage of being uncomfortable. But guess what? As you become uncomfortable, you start to become more comfortable. You know, the first time that you might go to the gym might be the most scariest time to go. Especially a lot of times you're going in there because you're not in shape. Mm. So it's not like you've been in there. So you're like, oh, man, what are they going to say? What are they going to do? Right? But once you go in there one time, oh, it's not that bad. 
And then you go there a, a week later, two weeks, a month later. Now you're a regular now. Now, you're, now your job is really to help somebody else that you see is feeling uncomfortable as well. Right. Right? So that's, that's what you want to do. Like, you know, when I tell people, I said, I had to learn the process because before I could get strong super quick, I said, but when I got knocked with my health issues, it, it humbled me dramatically. Like, it's like, man, this could be taken away from you. You know, so this is an opportunity to go to the gym. It's an opportunity to work out. One thing that I will have to say, I think on the behalf of all of us, is choose your heart. It's going to be hard to eat whatever you want, and then later in life, you're having knee problems, you're obese, you're struggling, you don't like the way you look. It's going to be hard to go to the gym and eat right, but you're going to be a whole lot happier you did. 20 years from now, you're going to look at your body, you're going to look at everybody else, you're going to go, you know, I did that. You're going to feel better. Everything's hard. Either or, right? Because if you, you could choose, if you chose hard right now, well, then your life will be easier. If you choose easy right now, your life will be harder. So there's always a contrast, right? So if you're choosing the easy route right now, well, probably chances are hard's coming. Yes. Right? Because it has to humble you down. Yeah. Right? It's not going to always be easy. Right. So choose your heart. So my whole thing is, I tell people, I said, before I used to work all at the end of the night, I can't do that no more. It's like my energy's not there no more at the end of the night. But I choose to do the hardest thing first thing when I first wake up. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm going to push myself in here. And I'm going I'm to push myself for a certain amount of time. And it might not be pushing myself actually lifting heavier weights. It might be pushing myself to focus more. Right, so that, so some days you might go there, and you might not be strong, but how can good can you focus? Yeah, you're not lifting heavier, but your focus is getting better. So you got to look at these little characteristics or these little chances. I would say little opportunities to say, okay, I can work on that today. Mm. You know what? My body's really sore today. Let's work on the brain more. You know, I used to think about this. If I got hurt, how can I still get better? If I broke an ankle, brain ankle, how do I still get better? I can still do things. My mind is still working. Mm. I can watch film. I can watch games. Dribble in one spot. I can work on something. Always can work on something. So mm. even the days that you're sore at the gym, like, man, I, can, I don't want to work out today. Don't. Maybe just, maybe just take a walk. Maybe you just need to read. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe you need to do something else and then come back to it. So I'm not as... I'm not dumb like I was before. Like, I always worked hard, but I'm just a lot smarter. I'm like, you know what? Your body's feeling it. Look, yeah. Just take a day off. It's, it's okay. What, what's it say at the gym? Uh, the Albert um, Einstein quote about the bike. Yeah. What does it say? In order. If you want to keep your balance, you got to keep moving. You keep moving. You know? And, and yeah, go ahead, Drew. For, for me, like, I look at myself like I'm a shark. If a shark stops swimming, he, it's dead. So right. for me, I got to keep moving. And it's every day, it's about movement. So if I can't make it to the gym today, I better get my steps in. Right. If I can't do my steps today, I better go for a swim. It's always moving. I move every day. It doesn't matter if it's going to play basketball for a little bit, shoot a couple hoops. Did I get active today? Yes, I'm good. Relax. You know what I'm saying? In, the, in those days that you don't move, I, could, I, I know personally, I can feel it. When I don't move, I'm like, man, I don't, I don't feel right. I'm like, something's wrong. Mm. At the end of the night. And then I'm like, yeah, I didn't do anything right right like i was just sitting in the house kind of right 
But when you're moving, like people like they ask me now, like, man, you got a lot of energy. And I'm like, do I? I just, I just, I'm just, I just want to move, man, because I knew what it was, what yeah. it felt like not to move. Right. You know, what I, mean? I know what it felt like laying in that bed and just yeah. the only thing that you could think about was your thoughts. Yeah. So, but at that given time, it's like I said, the people out there, you may be hurt, you may be going through something, but that's an opportunity to learn yourself. Right. I worked on my mental when I was in that bed. So I knew, I was like, man, this is going to be real easy because I worked on my mental so much that when I got out of there, I was like, man, now, now it's just weights. It's not, it's just going right. to the gym. So that's a, a key component of working on the mind, not just the body. Work on both. And, and don't even let like tragedy be the reason you change. A lot of people do let that happen. Work on it now. And as you go, uh, things will always, you know, get better mm -hmm. as long as you put the steps in. Okay, guys, that's another episode of Thrive Talks. It's Bikram. We got Jay. We got Drew. Peace. Keep Love moving, y'all. Keep moving. Yeah.